presents the Think Tank Podcast. Starring your host, he's a podcaster, photographer, filmographer, writer, conspiracy fascist, entrepreneur, explorer, color commentator, picky eater, beer ninja, secret agent, and the world's most influential humanoid, he is Ryan the Area Man. Coming to you, pre-recorded, from the very secretive D2R studios, deep undercover, in the world's deepest, darkest, most secure, Hadron Collider and nuclear bomb tested and approved doomsday bunker, here is Ryan the Area Man! What is up everybody? I am Ryan the Area Man, this is the Think Tank Podcast, today's episode cover a variety of things um it's a little bit just we don't spend a whole lot of time on it but there's a little bit on the uh, jfk assassination then we get into uh osama bin laden and uh some information on that and then we get into uh a bunch of uh mysterious uh deaths uh, from russians people that are high in government or close to putin uh over the last several months, have uh, lots of mysterious deaths for them. Uh, so we kind of go through those and speculate, so to speak. Uh, it's quite uh, quite interesting of an episode. So JFK, Bin Laden, and uh, mysterious Russian diplomat deaths. Good stuff. Um, anyways, uh, I think you'll enjoy today's episode. But first, before we send you... To the meat of the episode, let's do our sponsors. Um, that's right, we're going to do the sponsors. Go to thearyman.com, click the sponsor tab, then the Amazon banner. takes you directly to Amazon, uh, where you can buy just about anything. I don't know what it is you could want that Amazon doesn't have. I really think they have everything, so you're covered. You just got to go to Amazon. Uh, but you're going to do it through thearyman.com, the sponsor tab, then the Amazon banner. By doing that, Amazon sees that you click the banner and says, Hey, thanks for uh, for listening to the D2R Podcast Network and uh, clicking their banner. Uh, we're going to give you everything at the same great price that uh, you expect from Amazon. But Amazon's profits, they're going to uh, cut a little chunk of that off and give it to us for sending you there. So it's a, it's a win for you, it's a win for them, and it's a win for us. Um, and by doing that, obviously, because it's they're giving us a small percentage, you're helping us out. So we're not asking you to pay uh, a, a fee each uh, episode or each month or each week or whatever. We're just saying, hey, you do your shopping anyways on Amazon, so why not do it once, click our banner, and uh, then you can bookmark it. You'll never have to go through those steps again, if, as long as you use your bookmark. And we're always going to get a little kickback from Amazon. And uh, that's a that's a thanks from you to us for giving you free entertainment. And it's a thanks from us to you hooking you up with, uh, with Amazon or something. Yeah. Anyways, uh, do you have a beard? Know somebody that has a beard? Go to phoenixbeardoils.com. Check it all out. Um, yeah. 
There's lots of good fragrances and aromas there, and if you can't decide on just one or ten, then get the sampler pack and get them all. Try them all out. Then you'll see which one you want the best, or which one you like the best, and then you can come back and buy more. But every time you go check out from phoenixbeardoils.com, use the promo code D2R, and you will get 10% off your entire order. That's right. Can't beat it. And... But wait a minute, there's more. Yes, there's more. They're going to throw in a free sample as well. So, go do it. Let's get into the episode. I'm Ryan. Across from me is Dave. Hi. What's up, bro? What's up, dude? So, today, got a, a couple topics. So it's not just like one specific thing, but they're all kind of in range of, I would say, conspiracy. Ooh. Something like that. Where's um, my tinfoil hat, man? You should have brought it. You knew we were doing this today, bro. Didn't know. Didn't know. Okay. Well, you don't need a tinfoil hat because the CIA finally admits covering up JFK assassination. No way. That's what it says. It's got a picture of. Uh, so it's from Anonymous, that famous hacking group. Yeah, we just talked about them. Um, it says. Even if you have to wait over fifty years, eventually the truth will come out. The suspicious that the CIA covered up JFK's murder have finally suspicions, I should say, mm-hmm. have finally been confirmed according to an explosive Politico report out this week. Fifty-two years after the president's death, the classified documents show that the CIA were in communication with alleged assassin Lee Harvey Oswald before JFK's murder in 1963, and they were monitoring his mail since 1959. Not only that, but John McCone, who was chief of the CIA at the time, allegedly hid evidence from the Warren Commission set up by Lyndon Johnson to investigate JFK's assassination. The spymaster and other senior CIA officials are accused of withholding incendiary information from the commission and therefore perverting the course of justice. The CIA has admitted this. The political report is based on evidence given by CIA historian David Robarge. He has claimed the cover-up was intended to keep the commission focused on what the agency believed at the time was the best truth that Lee Harvey Oswald, as as for as yet, sorry, I get sometimes I get these fucking words all jumbled. For as yet undetermined motives, had acted alone in killing John Kennedy. McCone directed the CIA to provide only passive reaction and selective assistance to the Warren Commission, meaning the investigation was severely compromised and did not follow up any other leads which may have been crucial in the search for truth. Robarge also believes that John McCone, who died in 1991, withheld vital information relating to the various CIA plots to assassinate Fidel Castro. The historian points out that these plots may well be linked to JFK's assassination. There's a strong chance his murder was a revenge attack for CIA operations in Cuba, but McCone's unwillingness to explore other potentialities outside 
of prime suspect Lee Harvey Oswald could have resulted in a grave miscarriage of justice. JFK was America's youngest ever and most charismatic president, and his death shocked the nation. Excuse me. Alternative murder theories are popular across the states. A 2013 poll found that only 30% of Americans believe Oswald shot JFK and, and that he acted alone. 61% believe that others were involved in the conspiracy. Uh, it's a see embedded video to find out why. We can maybe watch that here in a second. David Robarge first published these exclusive claims in a secret internal CIA magazine in 2013. His claims have now been declassified and can, public, and can be publicly accessed here. Let me hover over that. NSA Archive... Dot .gwu.edu dot and then a bunch of other... Yeah, George Washington University's yeah. National Security Archive. There you go. <coughs> uh, Robarsh has also written a biography of John McCone, but his book continues to be classified. What else might the historian have uncovered? Here's hoping that the full truth of what happened in Dealey Plaza on that fateful day will very soon be common knowledge. That's pretty fucking crazy, dude. The article was originally published in 2015 and is frequently updated. Nice, dude. So... It, they haven't completely come out that they were behind it, but the they agreed that, or admitted that they've hidden shit. Yeah, which I think is pretty well known at this point. I wonder how long this video is. Should we start and see? Top ten reasons to believe there was a conspiracy to assassinate JFK. Should we just see what it is? It's only seven minutes. Sure. Let's see if we've covered all these. That new Jackie movie came out now, too, didn't it? Yeah, and supposedly that movie's... Number 10. Dr. Here, Malcolm wanna, Perry. Let me finish what I was going to say. Supposedly that movie is her perspective of the assassination, mm-hmm. is what I heard. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting, because that one hasn't been done. Correct. Based on her perspective. It's right. been done from every other perspective, mm-hmm. but not hers. So, I don't know. I, at first I was like, no, I'm not interested, but now I kind of want to see it. It's on Apple iTunes. You can watch it right now. Ooh, I like it. So I love Apple iTunes, man. You can watch it before it comes out. It's nice. That is cool. Yeah. It's going to still get in the like theater. That. Logan's still in the theater. You can watch it right now at home. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. Real time, not when yeah. this comes out. Yeah, yeah, this will come out and everything will all be... Like, dude, duh. It's, I've got it at home. I've got Blu-ray <laughs> yeah. and Laserdisc. What the fuck are you talking about? Exactly. Laserdisc, yeah? <laughs> yeah, dude. Throw in the old school. Sweet. Got it on beta. All right, what you got? All right. Along with other medical personnel who operated on President Kennedy, have stated that the bullet came from the front. They were trained in treating trauma patients and bullet wounds. Oswald's alleged gun, the 6.5mm Mannlicher Carcano, was not a high-powered rifle and is extremely inaccurate. With a telescopic scope on the weapon, the shooter would have to reposition the rifle after each shot because of the massive recoil. Number 9. During his time with the Marines, Oswald only qualified as a marksman which was considered rather poor. If he had actually been a good shot, he would have been drafted to the 303 Infantry, but instead he was a radar technician learning Russian. With his knowledge, it would have been nearly impossible for Oswald to fire those three shots in 6.3 seconds. Even experts that the Warren Commission hired were not able to successfully complete the task. No one can. Number eight. Ten squad cars and a media crew showed up at the local movie theater to arrest Oswald. They didn't know he would be there. A worker had called saying a man entered the theater without purchasing a ticket. 
Several former government officials, including E. Howard Hunt, have come forward with the story of what really happened on November 22, 1963. Hunt has stated that the operation to kill President Kennedy was codenamed the Big Event. Number 7. Oswald was interrogated for nearly 12 hours, yet there were no recordings made. The few notes taken were later destroyed, and a lawyer was not present, even though Oswald repeatedly asked for legal assistance. The Lincoln limousine, which Kennedy was shot in, was in Detroit being refurbished the Monday after the assassination, on November 25, 1963. This was done before forensics could even touch it. Number 6. At the time Kennedy was assassinated, Dallas police officers, among other investigators, found Oswald's alleged rifle hidden behind some boxes on the sixth floor of the Texas School Book Depository. After it was swept for prints, several were found on the rifle. Later, it was concluded that under six grooves made by the finger and palms imprinted on the gun resembled Oswald's. At this time, federal law said that 6 to 12 must be in relation to the defendants for it to be used in court. As we all should know, Oswald never made it to court. He was gunned down very shortly after the death of President Kennedy Spoiler. by Jack Ruby. I didn't know that. Number 5. President Kennedy's body was illegally moved from Parkland Memorial Hospital in Dallas to the Bethesda Naval Hospital by Secret Service agents. Even though it was the President's body, this was still against the law at that time before an autopsy was performed. Elm Street, the street Kennedy was killed on, is a 120-degree turn. Standard Secret Service motorcade protocol allows a maximum of a 90-degree turn. Number 4. Most people in Daly Plaza, Dallas, Texas, on that fateful day, heard the shots come from the front and right of the president. This would explain why his head jerks back and to the left in the Zapruder film. These witnesses also include police officers who rushed up the grassy knoll looking for the shooters. Many close friends and family members of Oswald believe he is innocent. This includes both his mother, Marguerite, and his wife, Marina. Number 3. The standard grouping for a presidential motorcade is called the wedge position, which protects the president from all sides by the Secret Service and police officials overseeing the motorcade. On the day of the assassination, Kennedy's limousine was placed in the sitting duck formation. <laughs> this left him unprotected and an easy target. Although the president has control over most matters, when it comes to his security, he has no jurisdiction. The Secret Service are in charge. On the day of the assassination, Oswald was picked up by a fellow worker at the Texas School Book Depository. He noticed that Oswald was carrying something under his arms that was covered in paper wrapping. The worker asked him what it was, and Oswald responded, Curtain rods. Those who believe Oswald acted alone think the 6.5-millimeter Monlicker Carcano was what he was carrying. This has been proven false. Even when taken apart by the Warren Commission and condensed into its smallest form, the gun still does not fit into any packages made to replicate the original. 
Number two. Recent acoustic and psychological tests concluded that Oswald was telling the truth when he told the press, "I'm just a patsy." Paper trails and family members confirmed that Oswald was in two different places at the same time. Many people are aware of the fact that there was someone else using the same identity. Early in Lee's life, his tonsils were removed. Some time after Kennedy's assassination. Lee's alleged body was dug back up. The body found had its tonsils remaining. Whoa! During a post-mortem of Oswald's body,、mm-hmm. several scars his wife Marina remembered seeing on his body had vanished.、Mm-hmm. The mortician made note of this. Two Lee Harveys. Experts have asked to examine bullet fragments allegedly found in or near JFK's body. One of these men was astonished when not a single trace of blood or human tissue was found on the ammunition. A quick point to mention is that the blood and brain matter ejected from JFK's skull sprayed backward. Some even ended up on the two police motorcycles positioned directly behind him. This alone, along with the frames of the Sapruder film, almost prove he was shot from the front and from the right. It has been confirmed that both Jack Ruby, the man who killed Oswald, and Lee Harvey Oswald both knew each other. This is something the Warren Commission either decided to ignore, or they lied about it, saying there was no connection between the two. Like these top ten videos. Oh, that's crazy! I've never heard that about him getting dug back up and checked out. I've not heard that part either. I have heard that there's a. That there was、uh, two or three Lee Harveys,、uh, Lee yeah, Harveys that, roaming、yeah. around.、Um, what's the book? There's a book out there. Where is the second? Hang on. There's a book. I remember hearing about it. I I have heard that the wife, that his wife, said that the there was scars missing. That she, you know what I mean?、Mm-hmm. Well, you'd think you'd be able to know the difference between your husband and a twin, or some other guy. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. What about the fourth one down? Did they tell you the book, maybe, perhaps. The second Oswald. That's what it is. Good job, Dave. Joe Baca, man, good stuff for me. Well, and that talks about people. People have talked about, and we've talked about it here on the, the nose in the picture that was doctored up,、mm-hmm. and him. How there's someone that didn't that what, that looked like him but wasn't him. So it could be the fact that he's the one that's dead.、Mm-hmm. In the real life, Harvey maybe somewhere else or dead by now. Yeah,、um, he probably went back to Russia. Well, let's see. This differences in photos. Yeah, there's a difference. I mean, it, at a glance, you'd say, "Yeah, it's the same person." But when you、chin. really look, the chin's different, the hairline's different, the, the ears are different, different. mouth's different.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the hairline is quite a bit different. Eyebrows are different. Ears are completely different. Yeah, I already said that. Listen up. The chin's different. The 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 that's different. And then that's the same, but that's different. Jawline is <laughs> a little different. Yeah, not a whole lot different, but 
I mean, okay, let's see. Oswald sightings. Most of these witnesses have Oswald driving a car in spite of the fact that the real Lee Oswald could not drive. One might suppose that an impersonator would be able to drive, but it would be a pretty poor impersonation to have the Oswald double doing something that the real Lee Oswald could not do. Um, all these accounts report that Oswald was dirty and slovenly, yet the real Lee Oswald was neat, clean, and well-groomed. It seems the Oswald and Alice Texas fit the popular stereotype of the left-winger as unkempt beatnik, but not the real Lee Oswald. Some of the accounts have an Oswald family consisting of Lee, Marina, and a babe in arms. This corresponds to the Oswald family as seen on television after the assassination, but not to the real Oswald family of early October, which consisted of Lee, a very pregnant Marina, and a toddler in June. There simply would be no point in having an Oswald person or driving around Alice, Texas, and doing what these witnesses say he was doing. Had he been brandishing a weapon or threatening to kill the president or loudly proclaiming left-wing political views, that might make sense. But this Oswald was merely looking for a job. Hmm. Supposed forged earning records? <clears throat> Oswald in North Dakota... The handwriting being different. Mm -hmm. Who was buried in Lee Oswald's grave? If there were two Oswalds, then only one of them could be buried in Lee Oswald's grave in the Rose Hill Cemetery in Fort Worth. So the man buried there would be different from one of the documented Oswalds. In 1981, Oswald's body was exhumed and examined. The mortician who attended the procedure claimed that the cement burial vault was found to be broken open when dug up. The Oswald skull showed no evidence of a craniotomy, in which the skull bones are cut to allow access to the brain, and that the head was found to be severed from from the body. Wow. Did the conspirators replace the head of a fake Oswald with the head of the true one, or vice versa? To conceal the fact of two different Oswalds... Oh, to conceal... Sorry. Jesus Christ. Punctuation, mm -hmm. buddy. Uh, Duke Lane examined this issue in his article, Grave Doubts, a report on the ex exhumation and autopsy of the remains of Lee Harvey Oswald. I don't know. Do you think there was two of them running around? Well, I think so. A couple of them, at least, because, I mean, we've we've talked about how there's two or three of them throughout the whole time, and that explains why he could be at, like, nine different places at one time. Yeah. You know, um, the whole seeing him drive thing, that's new to me. I didn't know that people had seen him drive, but I knew that he didn't drive. I think I have this, the second Oswald, this book on my, like, wish list. Mm -hmm. Might have to get it and read it. It's quite interesting, and I've heard uh, heard this talked about before. It's a really stupid fucking cover. Yeah, it's like they couldn't get a better fucking picture or drawing, it's like, or it's like really shitty claymation before claymation sucked. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, I, I I don't think we'll ever, 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 ever get the full story of what really, truly happened. No, I also think maybe more will come out because the more people that may have knowledge are dying. Mm -hmm. And to protect, like, for instance, uh, Father Bush. Mm -hmm. Once he dies, could... Because I think if, if everything came out, he would be so fucking indicted 
and found to be, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. a major part of it. Oh, yeah. I think once he dies, you may get a little bit more that can come out because well, he's gone. What are you going to do? You're not going to put him in prison because he's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we're getting to the point where anybody that was alive then that has any knowledge is not going to be around that much longer. You know, I'd say within right. the next 10 years, pretty much everybody that knows something's dead. We're going mm-hmm. to be dead. You know what I mean? Um, you're always going to have kids of those people that may know something, but I don't know. And and I do think a lot of the documentation has been destroyed. Oh, yeah. So will we ever know for sure? Probably not. But at least they're coming out a little bit and admitting, mm-hmm. you know, that... A little bit of their part of it. That they had a part of it. Before, they, would, they denied all of it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a start... Point is, we can kind of say that we're right all along in thinking that they had something to do with it. Right. I don't know. It's pretty crazy. That is crazy. So the other thing, here's another one. A couple things today. Proof Bin Laden died in 2001. What? So what did Brandon say? That he was dead in 2008? I think so. And then the... They say he was dead in 2012? I think it was 13. All right, let's see what the official story says real quick before we get our shit right. Osama bin Laden. <laughs> Death date. The official story, May 2nd, 2011. Yeah, it was before 2012 election because that's what helped get Obama reelected. Oh, okay. So, according to the official story, his death was May 2nd, 2011. Proof, Bin Laden died in 2001. Now, Brandon says 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, here's proof that he died in 2001. In light of Cy Hirsch's claim that the raid in, on Osama Bin Laden in 2011 is one big lie, here's an overview of evidence in support of an alternative narrative. Bin Laden died in December 2001 in Tora Bora, from a lung complication as a result of kidney failure starting at least since mid-2000. All sources are, are from the mainstream news, many of which have been since have since been scrubbed from the Internet. Uh, but they're all linked here, so I don't know. We have to click each one to see if I imagine if you click them, maybe they don't exist anymore. Maybe not. Yeah. But this, I did read this already. So this is quite interting. Right, this, um, School me. My, I just haven't clicked the, those those article links, but I assume. All right, 2002, September 2001. Reports emerge of Bin Laden dying from kidney disease. In March 2000, the Chicago Tribune reports that an Afghan witness and Western intelligence officials say Bin Laden is suffering from severe kidney and liver failure. Okay. Uh, this story was also picked up by CBS News in 2000, who outright led with the title that Bin Laden purported or reported to be dying from kidney disease. Okay? Mm-hmm. In July 2001, the South Asia Analysis Group reports Bin Laden, who suffers from renal deficiency, has been periodically undergoing dialysis in a Pe- Peshawar military hospital with the knowledge and approval of the Inter-Services Intelligence, ISI, if not of General Pervez Musharraf himself. Uh, September to, to November 2001, Bin Laden is trapped in Afghanistan, unable to receive kidney treatments. This was right after the uh, bombing. Mm-hmm. Okay? Or during, I guess. Bombing, you mean planing? 
attack. Okay. Whatever you want to call that. In September 2001, PBS's Frontline interviews the former general counsel for the CIA, mentioning reports from 1998 that the DEA found out Osama bin Laden was undergoing kidney dialysis with a doctor in Peshawar. They mentioned further that the DEA wanted to poison bin Laden through his dialysis machine, but the CIA allegedly rejected this due to the ban on assassinations. Hmm. I have a question there. When I understand they have... After they tried, CIA tried to fucking kill, uh, who's the guy in Cuba? Fidel. Yeah, Fidel. Oh, I thought you've heard all about all the fucking mm-hmm. horrible things they, they mm-hmm. fucked up on trying to kill him. And then they came up with this, this ban on assassinations. Yeah, like that's ever stopped them in the past. Right. Bullshit. I do think it's funny that the DA is the one that wanted to poison him through his dialysis machine. Yeah. The CIA uh, is like, no, 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 no. Yeah, because they wanted to do it. They probably had their own plan. Right. But I also don't think, this is what I think, and, and there's one coming up here. The CIA is fucking in what bed do- with bin laden and what does dea have anything to do with it anyways that's that's an interesting you know what i mean because he didn't do any with drugs that i know of well they well yeah afghanistan's the fucking um number one in the world for poppy oh which uh you here Uh, let's see what's it say here um opium poppy opium so they're the fucking number one in the world for opium. Okay. Which is w- partly why they say we're over there. It's not for the oil, necessarily. It's for the opium. And the CIA is involved in that whole drug trade. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, dirty, yeah. dirty shit, dude. All right. Um, where, are we, where are we here? The French. We did that no- one. November 2001. Yeah. November 2001, The Guardian is reporting that French intelligence officials... Say Bin Laden was flown to Dubai for kidney treatment in July of 2001. Now, this is pre-attack, yes. where he also met with several CIA agents and the head of Saudi intelligence. This story is also picked up by several French newspapers. Now, think about this one now. He met with several CIA agents, why? Mm-hmm. And the head of Saudi intelligence. Now, what came out in those 28 pages of the September, uh, the world, the fucking commission report right those 28 pages that were classified show that the saudi government was the one funding Correct. the supposed attack on september 11th so that's were, interesting they were right? meeting to say basically hey this you're the was, patsy bro you're you're our new they're gonna uh, be part of yeah oswald yeah you're gonna take it you're gonna be the the front of mm-hmm. this and that will give us the ability to have this war over there mm-hmm. so saudi was the funders cia Organized it. Yeah, orchestrators, yeah. And Bin Laden was the, the fucking face of it. Yeah. There you go. What else do you need? I mean, mm-hmm. I think it explains itself after that. If Pretty you much, have those yeah. pieces and those 28 pages, you have it all. That's your proof. Mm-hmm. Now, the only thing you can still debate is how they knocked down the buildings. We know a plane couldn't fucking do it. Mm-hmm. So there's obviously more put in. But this was in July they had the meeting. So from... July, August, September, you got two fucking months, three months, roughly. Depending on when in July. Uh, uh, They could have been working on this before. If you still go back and look at records, they were fixing. I still think it had a lot to do with uh, them fixing or remodeling the elevator shafts and all that. They were putting the fucking shit in there, which eventually collapsed all all the way down, and and that's how you collapse it. 
anyways, that's neither here nor there. In his first interview since 9-11 in November 2001, Bin Laden talks to a Pakistani newspaper and claims that his kidneys are all right and denies visiting a hospital in Dubai the previous year. Note that he may have visited one in Pakistan. In the same interview, he also asserts clearly lying that he has nuclear weapons. Okay? So that was right after the thing. December 2001, Bin Laden is dead. Buried in Afghanistan in December of 2001, the New York Times reports on high-level murmurings that Bin Laden is dead. Okay? Okay. That same day, citing a Taliban source, Fox News reports that Bin Laden has died due to an untreated lung complication from kidney disease. About 30 close associates reported reportedly attended Bin Laden's funeral in, in the Tora Bora region of Afghanistan. A source concludes that the U.S. government and other forces are in a mad search operation that will never be able to locate the now-dead Bin Laden buried in an unmarked location. Interesting. Okay. Late- Matt, we're doing a mad search operation, man. Mad search. Yeah. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, I wonder who named that. Uh, Beal. <laughs> uh, late December 2001 to March 2002, Bin Laden's death video is released... In late December 2001, after reports of Bin Laden's funeral, a new video appears of a gaunt, sickly Osama Bin Laden. The London Telegraph reports verbatim, quote, The recording was dismissed by the Bush administration yesterday as sick propaganda possibly designed to mask the fact that Al-Qaeda leader, that the Al-Qaeda leader was already dead, end quote. One aide further concludes that the video was created earlier in the event Bin Laden is dead, who by December of 2001 was so heavily surrounded he would have been unable to escape to obtain kidney dialysis. Interesting. Okay. At this time, CBS News also runs a story on Bin Laden receiving kidney disease treatments in Pakistan the week before 9-11. Osama Bin Laden near death in 2002. uh, This is from Dan Rather, CBS. So that was the the quote or the headline. Osama Bin Laden near death in 2002. U.S. government bin Laden lie in January of 2002. The Guardian reports that the president of Pakistan speculates that bin Laden is now dead of untreated kidney disease based on video and photographs of a gaunt-looking bin Laden. In January of 2002, based on his analysis of video and photographs of bin Laden from December 2001, CNN's Dr. Sanjay Gupta says that bin Laden seems to be be having renal failure. He notes kidney dialysis is expensive and suggests Bin Laden would need help in obtaining medical treatment. In March 2002, the BBC reports on an interview with Bin Laden's wife, who speaks of Bin Laden in the past tense, but very telling, mm-hmm. notes his failing kidney and frequent use of pills and other medicines. She says she has not seen her husband since September 2001, but holds out hope that he is still alive. Quote, I feel deep inside me that he is still alive. Unquote. She also notes that Bin Laden's wish was to die in Afghanistan and nowhere else. Quote, He never spoke to me about his intention to leave Afghanistan and always wished to die there. He told me once that if he ever left Afghanistan, it would be to meet his creator. End quote. She also says that Bin Laden, quote, always suffered from kidney and stomach pains and that he, quote, told me that, told me once that he was going to Pakistan for treatment. End quote. Lots of quotes in there. Mm-hmm. Quote instead of quote instead of quote. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> In March and April of 2002, U.S. officials downplay the threat of bin Laden with Rumsfeld even saying the bin Laden threat has been neutralized. 
Even Bush, called out for rarely mentioning Bin Laden in 2002, admits, We haven't heard from him in a long time. I don't know where he is. I really just don't spend that much time on him, to be honest with you. Sorry. I read this like a fucking retard. Um, uh, Bush, truly not concerned about Bin Laden. That's the fucking headline. In May 2002, ABC News reported on a, reports on a new spliced together tape from unknown time periods in which Bin Laden appears about the same, that is sickly looking, as in the tape from December 2011. I think that's what say 2001. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a mistype. ABC News also says they have learned intelligence reports indicate Bin Laden had received a kidney transplant in Pakistan, but do not know when. July 2002, FBI chief says Bin Laden is most likely dead. Nothing from Bin Laden since December 2001. In July 2002, the BBC reveals a bombshell. The FBI's counterterrorism chief, Dale Watson, says Bin Laden is probably dead. Conveniently, Bin Laden's followers claim that Bin Laden will not make more video statements until his group launches another attack on the United States. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. In July 2002, CNN reports that Bin Laden's close bodyguards were captured in February of 2002, but not Bin Laden. The article also quotes, mentions uh, some high-level officials. Some high-level U.S. officials are already convinced by such evidence that Bin, of, that Bin Laden, who has not been seen or heard from in months, is dead. July 2002, Time Magazine reports that intelligence officials are not certain whether Osama Bin Laden is alive or dead, but they but that they have found a tantalizing document that suggests he was living at least as recently as the last days of December of 2001. Once again, a lot, lot went out in July. July in 2002, yeah. yeah. It's a busy month for Bin Laden news. <laughs> um, the New York Times runs another article on how Osama Bin Laden is likely dead. The author notes how unusual it would be for Bin Laden, known for his constant desire for media attention, would be silent for over half a year. Good point. Good mm-hmm. point. October 2002, so basically a year later after the attacks. Mm-hmm. Intelligence officials confirm Bin Laden is dead. Bin Laden's will is released also in October 2002. The D.C.-based news service, the World Tribune, citing Israeli intelligence sources, reports that the United States and Israel have concluded that Bin Laden died in Afghanistan in December 2001. They note that additional Bin Laden messages are probably fabrications, and that Bin Laden's heir has been chosen. The president of Afghanistan also concludes that Bin Laden is probably dead. The more we don't hear of him and the more time passes, there is the likelihood that he probably is either dead or seriously wounded somewhere. That's the president of Afghanistan. And why silent all of a sudden? I mean, either you're really sick or you're fucking dead. Mm -hmm. That's why you're not... Okay. In October 2002, CNN reports that U.S. intelligence officials have obtained Osama Bin Laden's will, which is dated December 14, 2001. Approximately the same date as has been reported Bin Laden's funeral in Tora Bora by Fox News and other outlets. CNN also reports that there has been no evidence of Bin Laden since December of 2001. Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. 2002 onwards, efforts to target Bin Laden are closed down. Bin Laden equals Elvis. I think that's what they called him. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2004, the LA Times quotes Donald Rumsfeld, who mixes up Hussein with Bin Laden, <coughs> as admitting, we've not seen him on a video since 2001. 
In 2006, the New York Times reports the CIA had officially closed down the unit focused on capturing bin Laden the previous year. So they waited till 2006 to shut the thing down. Right. If they thought he was still alive, why would they shut it down? Right. Well, yeah, but they've had, at this point, they've had the will for four years. Yeah. Which, just because you have a will doesn't mean... Right, no, no. But yeah, if they put the will, if the will's dated December 14th, mm-hmm. he probably died on like the 15th. Or yeah, really close. Somewhere around there, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's typically when, like, if you don't have one... You do one right before you die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a common thing. They try and have you have it do, do it before that, like, years before. Like, I don't right. know if you have a will, but, like... No, I don't. They suggest people get them because you never know when you're going to die, but... Right. Anyways, uh, in 2006, U.S. and Pakistani officials say they have not received any information about Bin Laden in years. No tips from informants, no snippets from electronic intercepts, no points on any satellite image. The article rehashes the December 2001 video of Bin Laden as the most recent evidence, other than a second-hand claim from 2003, of Bin Laden's existence. Some commandos are now giving Osama Bin Laden the codename Elvis, which is where, from an earlier thing. Um... Then this last piece here. The available reports overwhelmingly supports the view that Bin Laden died of kidney failure in December of 2001. We have mainstream news reports from a variety of sources and zero credible evidence since then, as admitted by top-level officials. Even if you believe the official story, the evidence very strongly suggests some entity, either the CIA, Saudi royal family, the Pakistani government, or all of the above, helped Bin Laden survive long enough via medical treatments to be killed at a later point in time. This very well could be the one big lie Seymour Hirsch has mentioned in The Guardian recently. What I think, or what I find interesting is, okay, so you don't fucking hear from him for all these years. Then Obama gets elected. Then all these videos of Osama Bin Laden start, we start getting more tapes. Right. And he gets younger and younger and younger in all of them. Mm-hmm. And then they fucking kill him right before Obama needs to go for re-election. To me, it's it's an obvious. Yeah, it's just a uh, ploy to keep him in So there. what they did is they scrounged up other tapes and just started fucking releasing them, making it seem like he was still there. Now the content was always the same: right. death to America, yada yada yada. Yeah, I mean it fits a perfect fucking narrative, and and gives you a target of somebody you can defeat. Right before you go up for re-election. Right. Scroll up to the top. Let's click on one of these fucking links. Um, one of the very first ones that say he was dead. Which one? Um, hold on. You want to go with one that says he's dead? Yeah. Let's see here. What's going on? Let's see. Uh, click on that December 2001, Bin Laden is dead. This one right here? Yep, New York Times. Takes you to the New York Times dot com two thousand one. A nation challenged the pursuit high level murmurings that Bin Laden is dead. Written by John F. Burns, December twenty sixth, two thousand one. There it is. Mm-hmm. So we reported that he was dead in two thousand one. Several Yeah. Several places, places have reported it. And did they ever retract that then? No. None of these fucking newspapers and shit retracted any of these fucking things. But yet they all jumped on the fact that he was... 
here's the thing. The CIA is so goddamn dirty with everything that they do. How can you trust anything that comes out of them? No wonder Trump doesn't believe anything they fucking tell him. Right. You know what I mean? You have a super dishonest. Now, I understand you have to lie and you have to be secret about certain things because you're dealing with other governments and shit like that. Right. But a lot of what they're doing is fucking bullshit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, And I'm not saying the whole thing is. I think within, so I, I think you have the CIA as a whole, and then within it you have different factions, and some are like rogue, for instance, or have secret operations that they do that are literally like, okay, so there's a ban on assassination, well, not for this group. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, over here we have, uh, you know, this is where black budgets and shit come in, like, nothing has to be reported, you don't know anything that's going on, it's just... They're an entity within an entity within an entity. Mm -hmm. And how do you ever fucking track that? You can't. You can't. It's impossible. And if you're on a black budget, you can do anything. So, including fabricating all this shit. They've known for their propaganda in other countries. They're known for overthrowing shit like that. What's to say they're not also digging up old tapes, releasing them from Bin Laden, who's been dead, to mm-hmm. keep this fucking charade going. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, to tell their narrative. Ironically, none of these tapes started popping up again until after Obama got elected. So I guarantee you it was a four-year plan to eventually kill him to get Obama reelected because they knew, and I think that was a big thing that got Republicans to normally don't vote for Democrat or Obama that voted for Obama the first time. Because everybody fucking hated Obamacare. Mm-hmm. Republicans weren't going to vote for him. Well, they he killed the guy that calls 9-11, which is a, you know... Republicans are war, 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 okay? Yeah. Well, that's one way to fucking get Republicans to vote for you, even though they really don't want to. Well, right. you did kill Bin Laden. No, he was dead long before they fucking died on his well, own. that, but look at all the the point, the evidence that points to us covering it up. We did it in the middle of the night. Oh, we, yeah. And then not only that, but then once he once he was supposedly dead and we killed him, we dumped his body in the water. Yeah, you know here. Um, let's see. Here, according to CNN, death was on Milan. Fast facts. We all know CNN to be the most accurate source of information. Oh, absolutely. Um. So, b- being the fact that they reported back in two thousand two or what, or when they had the the will, who knows? That could all have been fucking bullshit because it's CNN. Right. Right. All right. Here are some facts about the death of Osama bin Laden. On May second, two thousand eleven, Al Qaeda leader Osama bin Laden is killed by U.S. special forces during an early morning, approximately mid afternoon on May first, in the United States, raid in Abbottabad, Pakistan. Some facts about the compound. It was built in approximately 2006, because we need to know that. Oh, it's very important. Uh, significantly larger than other homes in the area and worth a reported $1 million. Lacked telephone and internet service. What a piece of shit. The residents burned their trash rather than having it picked up. Approximately 24 people lived at the house, surrounded by 12 to 18 foot walls topped by barbed wire. We can't have walls. Uh, two, or had two security gates. Bin Laden and his family's living quarters were on the second and third levels. Third floor terrace had a seven foot privacy wall located only about a mile from the Pakistan Military Academy. 
U.S. forces retrieved numerous items from bin Laden's compound, including 10 hard drives, 5 computers, and more than 100 storage devices, such as discs, DVDs, and thumb drives, according to a senior U.S. official. Here's the timeline. 2007, approximately. U.S. intelligence uncovers the name of one of bin Laden's most trusted couriers. 2009, approximately. Two years later. Intelligence sources identify the area of Pakistan where the courier and his brother live. August 2010. U.S. intelligence sources identify the Abbottabad compound as the home of the courier and his brother, men who have no obvious means of affording a $1 million home. September 2010, the CIA informs President Barack Obama that bin Laden may be living in the Abbottabad compound. Uh, they base this on the size and price tag of the compound as well as the elaborate security. February 2011, the intelligence on the Abbottabad compound is considered strong enough to be, begin planning action. March 14th, now we're getting exact dates. March 14, 2011. President Obama chairs the first of five National Security Council meetings to discuss an operation to raid bin Laden's compound and killing or capturing bin Laden. March 29, 2011. Second National Security meeting. April 12, 2011. Third meeting. April 19th. Fourth meeting. April 28th. Last of the National Security Council meetings on the bin Laden raid. Okay? April 29th, very next day at 8.20 a.m., uh, President Obama gives the order to raid bin Laden's compound in Pakistan. May 1st, late in the evening, approximately mid-morning on May 2nd in Pakistan, President Obama addresses the nation and announces that Osama bin Laden has been killed, calling it the most significant achievement to date in our nation's effort to defeat al-Qaeda. Oh, and then right after that, we name it ISIS. Um, mm -hmm. Because we defeated al-Qaeda, but now we have ISIS. I ISIS is fucking al-Qaeda. Yep. Jesus Christ, it's so irritating. All right, May 2nd. In the early morning hours, approximately mid-afternoon on May 1st in the United States, a group of 25 Navy SEALs raid the compound in Abbottabad, Pakistan. They arrive outside the compound in two Wait Black Hawk helicopters. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not to cut you off, but didn't you say May 1st he announced it to the American people that we were okay, killed? No. Yeah, but look, it's mid. it was May 1st here, May 2nd in Pakistan. Oh, okay, okay. So, all right. You get what? So yeah. because we're a different side of the world, yeah, yeah, it's I technically two different days. All but, right, I get you. You know what I mean? Uh, the operation takes forty minutes total. U.S. special forces must breach the outer walls of the compound before fighting their way through the ground floor of the three-story building where Bin Laden lived. The firefight then moves to the second and third floors where the Bin Laden family lives. In the five, last five to ten minutes of the firefight, Bin Laden is killed by a gunshot wound to the head above the left eye. Three men, including a son of Bin Laden, are killed as well as one woman. Bin Laden's body is identified by one of his wives. Facial recognition is used also. May 2, 2011, Hassan Bin Laden is buried at sea off the deck of the USS Carl Vinson in the Arabian Sea. He is buried within 24 hours according to Islamic law, because why the fuck does that matter? Yep. Uh, the hour-long ceremony aboard the USS Carl Vinson is conducted according to Islamic law. Once again, who the fuck cares about their laws? Mm -hmm. Why does it matter? He's a fucking terrorist, supposedly. Why does it matter? I would like someone to fucking answer. Like, you don't give a shit about any other fucking law. No. Why that one? Uh, Alright, May 2nd, 2011. Because Obama is Muslim. Yeah, fuck that guy. A DNA test is done on a sample from the body confirming that it is Bin Laden. May 3rd, Attorney General Eric Holder declares the raid lawful, legitimate, and appropriate in every way. 
Uh, also on May 3rd, White House Press Secretary Jay Carney offers new details on the raid. He clarifies that the woman killed was on the first floor, not with Bin Laden, and was killed in the crossfire. Well, yeah, because, so, collateral damage, Mm -hmm. basically. If she was actually shot, well, then they'd have a fucking international incident. Right. Gives a fuck. Carney also says that Bin Laden was not armed, but did put up resistance. How? No, don't shoot me! Yeah. Hands up. Don't shoot. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they must have thought he was a black guy, right? (laughs) Well, it was dark out. Yeah. Carney also says that a woman in the room with Bin Laden, believed to be his wife, was shot in the leg when she rushed at U.S. forces. All right, real, real quick, I got a question. Mm-hmm. How in the fuck, if you're at this compound, do you not hear two Black Hawk helicopters hovering over above as they drop guys down? I'm sorry, you're hearing that shit. Um, they it's dropped him off, like, what, a mile away or something? Is it? Yeah, Is they dropped him off away. But one one got shot down or something. One had an accident or something. No, no this was it? later on. This was when oh. you had to kill the SEAL Team 6 that did this. Oh, okay. This is when they had to get rid of all of them so they wouldn't talk. Okay. That's what you're thinking of. All right. This was like a year later or something. Gotcha. Um, I still don't... Okay, so a mile away. So what'd they do? Run a mile? Yeah. Okay. I thought yeah. they were over top. No, no. Anyways, did you watch the shitty ass movie? Uh, no, because I like Truth. Zero Dark Fuckface or whatever it was called. Yeah, Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, same thing. Uh, May third, once again, May third. Lots of May thirds here. A congressional source tells CNN that Bin Laden had approximately seven hundred and forty-five dollars and two telephone numbers sewn into his clothing. Interesting. It's a weird amount. Mm-hmm. May third. Uh, two sources tell CNN that during a briefing, CIA Director Leon Panetta said that. Every time I say that name, I think of Panera. <laughs> Said that Pakistani officials either were involved or incompetent. Neither place is a good place to be. Uh, Taliban spokesman... Oh, Jesus Christ. This is one of those names you make up. <laughs> releases a statement. Obama has not got any strong evidence that can prove his claim over killing of the Sheikh Osama bin Laden. And secondly, the closest source for Sheikh Osama bin Laden have not confirmed the death. Yeah, because he was killed fucking years ago. <laughs> or yeah. he died. Or he was dead. Uh, May 4th, White House Press Secretary Jay Carney announces that President Obama has decided not to release photos of Bin Laden's body. Why? Because it's fake. Uh, May 4th, oh, okay. A Pakistani intelligence source tells CNN that there were five fatalities during the raid all men, Osama Bin Laden, Bin Laden's son, and three other men. This conflicts with the White House statement that a woman died during the raid. Why? Something conflicting stories? That's not true. That never happens. That's interesting. From Pakistani intelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, May 6th. Al-Qaeda confirms Bin Laden's death in a statement on jihadist forums. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, because at that point we started renaming them ISIS. Mm-hmm. Uh, May 12th. U.S. officials offer further proof of their belief that Hassan Bin Laden grew complacent living in Pakistan and believed he would not be caught. They point out that they have found no evidence that he had an escape plan and that his security in the compound consisted of only three other men. That's proof enough for me. (laughs) May 12th, U.S. officials confirmed to CNN that U.S. authorities have interviewed three of Bin Laden's wives. A lot of wives. Sure he was Muslim and not a fucking... uh, Mormon? Mormon. They sound the same. It could be... Maybe there's a little confusion there. <laughs> Spelling issue. Uh, retired U.S. Supreme Court Justice John Paul Stevens says in a speech that the killing of Bin Laden was legally justified. May 13th, 
It is revealed that a large amount of pornography was seized from the Abbottabad compound during the raid. It is unclear to whom it belonged. What difference does that make? Like, why is that important? Uh, I bet you, if you dug deep enough somehow and could find out, that compound was probably a fucking CIA safe house or something like that. Part of this, I bet you, is all child porn and a bunch of pedophiles. Pizzagate. Getting a Pizzagate. All right. Uh, also, May 13th, a U.S. military official tells CNN the Navy SEAL team who carried out the Bin Laden raid wore helmet-mounted digital cameras that recorded the mission. May 17th, Senator John Kerry announces that Pakistan will return the tale of the U.S. helicopter damaged during the raid that killed Osama See? Bin Laden. Oh. See, there was one. That, I watched the shitty movie, so that's how I knew. Okay. Well, there was a... You remember the yeah. SEAL team got killed later on. Yeah, SEAL Team 6 In died, a yeah. crash. Yeah. Ironically, they got killed. Um, May 18th, Admiral Mike Mullen and Defense Secretary Robert Gates tell reporters there is no evidence that the senior Pakistani leadership knew of Osama bin Laden's presence in Pakistan. Pentagon, oh, May 24th, Pentagon spokesman Colonel David LePan confirms the wreckage of U.S. helicopter used in raid to kill Osama bin Laden arrived in the United States over the weekend. Okay, May 26th. A team of CIA forensic specialists is granted permission by the Pakistani government to examine the compound in Abbottabad, Pakistan. June 15th, Pakistan's intelligence agency arrests several people suspected of assisting the CIA before the raid. June 17th, the U.S. Justice Department formally drafts terrorism-related criminal charges against bin Laden. Why would we do that? Because he's dead. Why would we drop him, though, if... Well, if he's dead, I mean... Well, if we no drop way. him, then there's no reason to kill him. Well, they dropped the charges because he's already dead. So it's not like there's going to be a further investigation is what I think oh, that's maybe. trying to hammer home. Maybe, okay. Uh, July 11th. But these are all in 2011, by the way. Mm-hmm. Pakistani security forces detain a doctor suspected of helping the CIA attempt to collect the DNA of Bin Laden's family members through a vaccination drive. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. October 6th, Pakistan's Information Ministry says the doctor suspected of helping the CIA target Osama bin Laden will be charged with treason. Also, bin Laden's compound will be turned over to the city officials. Hmm. February 2012. Pakistani authorities begin to demolish the compound in Abbottabad of Pakistan that Osama bin Laden used as a hideout. Why the fuck would they do that? Well, it's shot up. Piece of shit. Nobody yeah, wants that true, property. True. May 9, 2012, citing that it is of national security interest, a federal judge has denied Judicial Watch's Freedom of Information request regarding the release of Bin Laden's death photos. Why? Could that federal judge have been threatened? Mm-hmm. Uh, May 23, 2012, Shaquille Afridi, <laughs> the Pakistani doctor accused of helping the CIA track down Osama Bin Laden, is fined... $3,500 for spying for the United States and sentenced to 33 years in prison for treason by a tribunal court. Tribal. Tribal. Oh, sorry. I like to add extra letters. Negative your own words. Tribal court. What the fuck's a tribal court? Oh, what the fuck's a tribunal court? The tribunal is a group of people. Maybe that's what same tribal? thing. Uh. Yeah. Maybe they spelled it wrong, Dave. Maybe it is tribunal. <laughs> September 4th, 2012. Publication of the memoir No Easy Day by former U.S. Navy SEAL Matt Bissonette, uh, written under the name Mark Owen. 
the Department of Defense is considering pursuing legal action because the book violates Bissonnette's non-disclosure agreement. Oh. I didn't know that. I might have to get that book. Conflicting information about which Navy... Oh, this is February 11th, 2013. Conflicting information about which Navy SEAL killed Osama bin Laden appears when Esquire magazine reports on an unnamed former Navy SEAL who says he fired the kill shot, not the point man as told in Bissonnette's book, No Easy Day. Oh, yeah, I remember there was a lot of controversy about mm, this. Who actually shot him, yeah. May 21st, 2013, a three-judge federal appeals court panel rejects an appeal from a conservative legal group ruling that the release of post-mortem images of Osama bin Laden's body could result in attacks on Americans. Oh, fuck. That irritates me. They're released because I've seen them. Well, they leaked. Yeah. Supposedly. Oh, that one is? Okay. Well, I mean, they're out there. You, you could Google it. Yeah. I don't know if they're real or not. Dude, I mean, it's even going back to 2016, even. Jesus Christ. Keep going. Uh, October 31st, 2014. Uh, Admiral Brian Losey head of the Naval Warfare Special Command, releases an open letter warning Navy SEALs against betraying their promise of secrecy. Interesting. This is an advance of two upcoming interviews from SEALs involved in the Osama bin Laden mission. Oh, I wonder if this is shortly after this they all got killed. I bet you it was. Let's look that up real quick. I want to see when they actually died. Um, Just type in Google on your top. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Two thousand eleven. How was it? Oh, right there. Was that the SEAL Team Six? I don't know. Right here. Yeah, I think it was. Helicopter crash in Afghanistan reportedly kills members of SEAL Team 6. That quarter, okay. So that was in 2011. So all of this was in 2014, though. Huh. All right. Anyways, November 7th, 2014, former Navy SEAL Robert O'Neill says in an interview with the Washington Post that he was the one who fired the final shot to kill Osama bin Laden in 2011. So not everyone died in 2011. Well, Dave, I just want to come out right now that I was the guy that shot Osama bin Laden. That's cool, because I shot JFK. I don't know if I'd say that. Why? Oh, boy. <laughs> well, I, I actually shot at Lincoln. I missed him. Ooh, I don't know if I'd say that either. <laughs> why not? Dave, I, mean, I missed. I'm a bad shot. Well, I mean, but why would you say that? Because it's true. Oh, okay. <laughs> you heard it. As reported by CNN. <laughs> <laughs> uh, May 10, 2015, in a published report, investigates, just real quick, it sounds like, Five different people had to fucking kill shot Osama bin Laden. Mm-hmm. Problem is, none of them shot Osama bin Laden. Right. They shot some fucking little douchebag. Yeah. Uh, okay. May 10, 2015. In a published report, investigative journalist Seymour Hersh contends that President Barack Obama's administration lied about the circumstances surrounding the 2011 killing Osama bin Laden. The White House later dismisses the report as baseless. Really? Because we just read fucking 130 mm-hmm. reports of your media that yep. said he was dead. Yeah. Yeah, fucking idiots. How is it baseless? Yeah. When all these reports that the New York Times did came from White House and intelligence officials in 2001. Mm-hmm. Fuck off with your baseless. Fuck off. 
Uh, May 20th, 2015. The Office of the Director of National Intelligence begins releasing and declassifying documents recovered in the raid in May 2011. Well, so we can see what kind of porn he was looking at. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> uh, May f- March 1st, 2016. A second batch of recovered documents is released by the DNI. Included in the recently declassified materials are Osama Bin personal letters and will. Huh. The will. Interesting, because we had the will. Yeah. Supposedly, CNN had you, that shit you years before. That, do you think it'll show the will? Because I'm curious what the date is on it. Yeah, let's look. Because according to the other website, CNN announced it. Des- yeah, was it December 14th? Mm-hmm. All right, let's see here. Hmm? Do, 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 do. Right. Come on, you fuck. By the way, 9,000 hours. Face. Fucking shit brain cock smoke fucking flip flop <laughs> fucking alright let's scroll through the pictures here alright there's the compound that's a nice place yeah dude I'd live there you think we'll get the will well that's where they're tearing it down Oh. Compound bullshit. Bullshit. Oh man, they should have done one of these one of those things where you can like uh, donate so much money and you get a brick from the compound. <laughs> you know how they do that? Yeah. Like Lambeau Field did the fucking mm-hmm. turf and shit. Mm-hmm. No, they're playing outside. Alright. So yeah, it wasn't so in those pictures. There. Scroll down. How about I scroll down? Okay. Documents written by okay. His will. Data from the nineteen nineties. Hmm. So what's the one on 2014 that they claim? They said, we're going to have to go back to that and click that link mm-hmm. and see if... Uh, it's interesting, because now we have conflicting fucking stories here. So weird, I would never think that on CNN, that they'd be conflicting. It wouldn't say God, for for one, because they don't call him God. Mm-hmm. So it starts off, in the name of God, most gracious, most merciful... Praise be to God and prayers and peace be upon our prophet Muhammad. They would call him Muhammad, not God. Right? Mm, I don't know. I mean, to to me, there's already a fucking... I bet you this is fake, dude. Alright. So, where's the name? It's spelled differently than what we spell it. Yeah, but I think that's just because of how they... I've I've seen it spelled Yusama. Mm. Well, there's no fucking date here. No. So how can they say it was dated in the 90s? You got no proof. No. This is fake. It, it, I think so, too. It's CNN. Well, regardless of it being CNN, the documents, I could put that together. Fucking irritating. I want to go back to the other one. Before we... Where was the article from CNN that showed the... Yeah, so from 2011. Or 2001. So it was up. Alright. Mm, we're at the top. Scroll down, too. What the fuck was it? Damn it. 
It was like the last line of the fucking little doodad that said uh, they had their the will. I don't see anything linking to CNN now. It's like they removed it from this site. They know we're fucking looking into it. <laughs> Why did none of these say anything about his will all of a sudden? Right there. Right here. Yep, right there. All right. That's from CNN, too. CNN. Let's see if we get a picture or a link to the thing here. So this is... uh, Doesn't look like you can click on anything. Mm Mm-mm. This isn't a magazine ran it, so what magazine ran it? Al Majala. This? I don't know. By Saudi Research and Publishing. Hmm. Alright, he said one of the magazine's reporters obtained the four page document. Oh, that last one was fucking a page, yeah. Uh, so in. 2002, CNN, on October 26th, 2002, CNN Europe, this article right here, you can literally click on it and go to it. He said, one of the magazine's reporters obtained the four-page document said to be signed by the leader of the Al-Qaeda terrorist network and dated December 14, 2001 in Afghanistan. In the document, which was translated for CNN, the writer expresses disappointment with the Taliban who harbored him in Afghanistan, speaks of betrayal, and urges his children to shun Al-Qaeda. Wow. Uh, despite the setbacks, the purported will says, we will be victorious against the U.S. and the infidel West, even if it takes tens of years. Uh, let's see. Just trying to scan ahead and see if there's anything else worth reading out of this. So that one we pulled up, where was it? Scroll up. Open this up one more time. I'm sorry, Dave, but I would have to fucking spread this up quite a bit to make that four fucking pages. Well, not only that, but this is just talking. It doesn't say anything about uh, taking a breather and being upset with the Taliban and all that shit that that last one just said. This is just what he's giving to his people. It, it's literally a page, and it's barely that, dude. I'd say it's two-thirds of a page. Yeah. I don't know how you'd split this up into four documents unless they're not giving us the rather. But there's, it says signed Usama Bin Laden, but it's not an actual cigarette. It's, it's typed. Yeah, everything's typed. Which is bullshit. He would sign it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And there's no date. Why is there no date on this? That That's the first thing. Put a fucking date. You can tell this was fabricated. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so fucking ridiculous. And this comes right off of CNN's fucking website. And if you go to their shit from 2002, you're getting a whole different story. Why? Why has no one sat and fucking asked this, these questions and let them explain it? He, they would never sit down with you in no. the first place. I almost want to call someone from CNN and just ask the question and record it and see what happens. You know what I mean? Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, I know good luck with that. I end up on a fucking list, but I, I, to me, they should have to fucking answer for this. I want to see them send me to a place where they retracted their claim right there. Mm-hmm. You have to retract it, and you have so many days to retract it, right? I think so. I mean... But you're CNN, and you're fake news. You can say whatever you want and yeah. not retract anything. It's fucking retarded. Anyways, uh, 
Well, did we ever get an answer? Oh, 2011 is when the uh, thing. But this is 2011. And uh, what were we... This was the website we were on, right? Yeah, the Fast Facts. Yeah. Um, was that it? I think that was it. On March 1st, 2016 was the last update, according to CNN. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, well. Wasn't there a third thing? What do you mean? We were talking about earlier? Um, no, just the, uh, oh yeah, the, the third topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think it's pretty clear what happened with Bin Laden. I think he... Died in 2001. Yeah. I think their initial things... Well, why else put all that shit on initially? Uh, if he wasn't dead, why silent for a fucking year? Because he was really sick and in a cave. Okay. And he had no, and no you telephone. Know Honestly, that no is internet. kind of believable. But then how you get younger and younger and younger? He was on... Uh, he found the fountain of youth. Maybe. I know you're, you're making joke of it. Yeah. But I'm trying to, like, yeah, legitimately no, no, debunk can't. how they're fucking... How do you expect people to believe that, though? Like, that's what's most phenomenal to me. Because people don't research. People don't look into it's, it. People just believe what they're spoon-fed and lied about. It's so stupid. God damn, you'd think they would have done a better job. At least release the younger ones first and let them get old in the fucking mm-hmm. uh, old tapes that, you know... Why wouldn't you do that? I don't Because it's, they it's probably, stupid. They bank on the fact that America is stupid. Yeah, they really do. And I bet if you go over to other, like, Afghanistan and shit and say, what about these tapes? How, how could he possibly have gotten younger? They'd say, those tapes were released in fucking stupid times. These they were all done in the 80s. Mm-hmm. That's why the fucking video footage is so his, bad. These are his audition tape for the Taliban. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. <laughs> no, it irritates the fuck out of me. All right. Final topic for today. Um, from wearechange.org. This is, uh... Luke Rudkowski or whatever fuck his name is. Um, Deep State War? Media silent as six top Russian officials die mysteriously in the last 60 days. All right, and this article was posted on February 24th, 2017. Um, <clears throat> all right, so everybody knows this whole fucking Russian, they really hacked our election, all this bullshit, they hacked right. the DNC. They're the Russians for everything, okay? Russia's U.N. Ambassador Vitaly Cherkin has been found dead due to a sudden heart attack. His death marks the sixth death of a Russian official in the last 60 days, and the mainstream media is completely silent. Cherkin suffered from cardiac arrest while at the Russian mission on East 67th Street, an anonymous U.S. government official said. Why does he have to be anonymous? I think that's a pretty, uh, you, why? Yeah, I don't know. Kind of hiding something out, man. Kind of odd. That, okay, he was being taken to New York's Presbyterian Hospital when he died en route to the hospital. Okay, so he died at the Russian mission in New York on East Sixty Seventh Street. Yeah. Okay. For one, why was he here? Uh, uh, he was in New York. I think he was going for a taping of Jimmy Kimmel Live. Yeah, I, you're probably right. <laughs> Another anonymous source. A federal law enforcement official said that there appeared to be nothing unusual about the ambassador's death. Cherkin would have been 65 tomorrow, a Russian foreign ministry statement said. Uh, the Russian foreign ministry said the outstanding Russian diplomat died while he was in his current working role, and President Vladimir Putin expressed sympathy to the friends and family as well as to the staff of the Russian foreign ministry, the Kremlin said. The Kremlin declined to comment on what the cause of Cherkin's death was, adding that the outstanding Russian diplomat passed away at his work post. 
Cherkin served as Russia's UN envoy since 2006 and forcefully defended Russia's policies, including defending Russia's stance in Syria in 2012. Thompson said Cherkin would be remembered for his great inter- intellect and consummate diplomatic skills and for his good humor and consideration for others. Oh. Thompson <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. Uh, Thompson added, not only has Russia lost one of its truest sons, but here at the United Nations we've lost one of our truest. At the end of the moment of silence, Thompson said, rest in peace, dear Vitaly. Uh, can we get on to more of these? Um, yeah, right underneath Cherkin's death follows the assassination of Russia's ambassador to Turkey. Yeah. Andre Karlov. Okay, I'll continue where you left off. The death of another Russian diplomat, Russian Foreign Minister Peter Polshikov, found dead in his apartment, shot in the head. The death of Russian Greece diplomat Andre Milanin, uh, found in his bathroom. The death of Russia's ambassador to India, Alexander Kadakin, who died at a hospital in India on January 26, following a brief unspecified illness. Finally, we have the unreported death of Oleg Ira Vinkin, a former general in the KGB who was found dead in the back of his car in Moscow, who was also linked to the Trump dossier report allegedly made by an ex-MI6 agent, Christopher Steele. Wow. Uh, the Russian state-run RIA Novosti News Agency reported Ira Vinkin's... God, we have to have the... Mm-hmm. Uh, that guy's body was found <laughs> in a black Lexus, and a large-scale investigation has been commenced in the area. That guy's body was sent to the FSB morgue. I'm just going to say that. You know I'm, I'm talking about Ira Vinkins. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, the other names are a little easier to say. Um, but let's go back further than the last 60 days. Then there is Sergei Krivov. Didn't he play for the Ice Hawks? Uh, three years, yeah. There's Krivomaz. That's a, that was the guy's name, yeah. wasn't it? Krivov. I like that name, Krivov. Uh, who was found on Election Day in November of 2016. That's interesting. Krivov was found just before 7 a.m. lying on the floor of the Russian consulate in New York. He was found unconscious with an unidentified head wound brought on by blunt force trauma by the time emergency responders arrived. Krivov was dead. The fuck? How come we not hear about any of this shit? Listen to the initial reports. Initial reports said that Krivov plunged to his death from the roof of the consulate. That story was quickly changed to he suffered a heart attack matching a similar narrative that was said for the death of Putin aide Mikhail Lesson in 2015. So you have a heart attack and then somehow get hit in the back of the fucking head. I think he had a heart attack and then he fell. <laughs> but still got hit in the back of the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At some point. That's interesting. If you go back a few months prior in September 2016, Russian President Vladimir Putin's driver was killed, too, in a freak car accident while driving the Russian president's official black BMW to add to the insanity. Remember we talked about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you include these three additional deaths, that's a total of nine Russian officials that have died over the past two years that this writer personal, personally knows of there could be more. Whatever. Okay. It's worth noting that... <coughs> Read that one, Dave, so I can... It's worth break. noting that governments, specifically the CIA, have for long periods of time had chemical concoctions that can induce a full systematic shutdown of a person's nervous system and in some cases cause someone's heart to explode. Have you heard about this shit? Yeah. Like that's, they got shit that is undetected, too. Mm-hmm. Really. I mean, um, former CIA employee Mary Embry discusses the infamous heart attack gun and how she was tasked with finding a chemical concoction that would cause a heart attack. Uh, the weapon was first made public during the church committee hearings in 1975 by former CIA director William Colby. 
It was said to be very lethal and untraceable by using this murder, a, a, this using weapon. this weapon, a murder is made to look natural while the poison dissolves in hours. This is how it's undetectable. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And there's a video right there of her saying all this, basically talking about it. You can get it on YouTube. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, <coughs> it seems highly unlikely and improbable to write off that six Russian officials would die in under 60 days in such an influx in various different mysterious ways without a catalyst. And let's not forget RT. Uh, RT founder. RT, well, RT is Russian television. Oh, that's okay. what it stands for. I, that's what I was trying to say. Uh, and former Putin aide Mikhail Lesson was found dead in 2015 from a blunt weapon that was originally blamed on a heart attack. So assassination can't be taken off the table and ruled out in any of these cases. Turkey and Russia already accused NATO of a false flag attack killing Karlov, the Russian-Turkish ambassador. Uh, NATO has also had a dead diplomat, Ives Shandalon, mysteriously dying of a gunshot wound to the head in his car a week before the death of Karlov. Shandalon was the chief auditor in charge of counterterrorism funding. Turkey and Russia have the will to will not to be deceived by this false flag attack, they said. Don't forget that on Christmas Day, a Russian military jet went down over the Black Sea, killing 60 members of the Red Army Choir and 33 others. That just adds to the massive coincidence. Let's. I didn't know about that one either. Well, why would fucking CNN tell us that, Dave? Mm-hmm. Uh, on a final note, former acting director of the U.S. Central Intelligence Agency, CIA, uh, Michael Morrell, openly conspired to covertly kill Russians and Iranians in Syria in an August 2016 interview with Charlie Rose. Whoa! There's been, never been a conspiracy in this country. Mm. Come on. Uh, while Morrell was talking about killing Russian and Iranian soldiers, it is definitely a strange piece to add to this puzzle. Play that shit. I haven't heard that one. That's Have crazy. you heard that one? Let me read the last line, then we'll play it. Are we witnessing a battle between the deep state versus Russia and a spy versus spy theatrical play, or is this all just a freak coincidence? Wow. Let's play this. Michael Morrell, a former CIA director, said Russian soldiers should be killed in Syria to solve the crisis in the country. We need to make the the Iranians pay a price in Syria. We need to make the Russians pay a price. The other thing I would do... We make them pay the price by killing... Killing Russians? Yes. Michael Morrell added that the killing of Russians should be done covertly, but in such a way that the Kremlin would get the message. He says he hasn't discussed the idea with Hillary Clinton, whom he's endorsed for president. Morrell is also a strong critic of Clinton's opponent, Donald Trump. The former CIA deputy director's endorsement of Clinton has not gone unnoticed. The Democratic candidate retweeted an interview by Morrell where he accused Trump of being an unwitting agent of Russia. The Republican frontrunner was quick to hit back with a tweet of his own, calling Morrell a totally Clinton flunky. <laughs> we got reaction to Morrell's call to kill Russians from former MI5 agent turned whistleblower Annie Matchen. This is more like an alarming job application by Morrell. So he would love to have a senior post in any Clinton administration if she were to be elected. And he's saying what he thinks she would like to hear about how America should deal with the situation in the Middle East. And if indeed this does reflect her own views, then we've got to the absurd position where actually world peace might be in safer hands if Donald Trump were elected president. 
I think uh, this is a general reflection of the American establishment. I mean, ever since the uh, presidency of George W. Bush, there has been a hit list of countries that America has tried to uh, ensure a regime change happens within. It's, I think, fundamentally consistent with the sort of hawkish neocon approach that the American establishment has been taking against uh, many countries in the Middle East to preserve their interests there, to prop up some of their close allies like Saudi Arabia and the dictatorships across the Middle East as well. Um, but also consistent in trying to provoke a reaction from Russia. I mean, the US and EU-backed coup in Ukraine was an immense provocation, and it's really because Russia has managed to show a great deal of self-restraint in that area, and in the face of provocation with big NATO exercises in the Baltic states and Poland and all the rest of it. That is the only reason that we have not um, seen an escalation into war. Hmm. <clears throat> I find that interesting. I might start watching Russian television. Yeah? Um, here's my thoughts on this, Dave. And then I'll ask you your thoughts, unless you have some ready to go. I have some ready to go. Go ahead, go ahead. My thoughts here, let's think back to the primaries and how they're accusing Russia of doing all this shit. I was very clear that Hillary and her campaign and the Democrats were, they were, they're, Russia's guilty of everything. You know what I mean? They're Mm -hmm. trying to have a fucking war with Russia, basically. They were doing everything they could to try and provoke a war so that they could... Remember when she came out and said, uh, because they hacked all this, uh, that, that... Yet they had no proof, but they claimed that Russia had hacked into whatever. or whatever, yeah. That she would, um, use, um, like bombing, whatever, Mm -hmm. against Russia. Or, no, this was when, uh, What's his name? Who's the fucking dildo? Who was the vice president? Was it Biden? Yeah. Biden? I think it was Biden. It was one of those people that, you know, they're all their own little thing. Said that they would use force against Russia if they find that they had done hacking or whatever. That, that, that's a good response right. for that. Okay. I think they're killing these people to try and get Russia to fucking react. They want Russia to say, that's it. You've killed the last fucking person. We're not dealing with it. You know what I mean? I think it's... Because I think it's a... They're assassinating these people with heart attacks and all this other bullshit. I say heart attacks in quote, air quotes mm-hmm. because it's bullshit. They're not heart attacks. I think they're doing this shit because they were trying to provoke Russia to fucking do something so that they could go to war. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but why would they do that now if Clinton's not in? If no, Clinton but the, a lot of, if you think about the ones before, like this is in the last 60 oh, days, yeah, how yeah. long has Trump really been in? Like, right. At the time we're recording this and the time this article came out, he's only been in for 30 days. Mm-hmm. So the last 60, so we're already talking before technically, now he, yes, he was elected in November, but right. Obama was still president I got until January right. 20, whatever. So technically, it was still under... And, and then if you go back, I bet you, uh, what was the other ones that they were doing in the past 90 days? Um, the fucking airplane of the choir that... Yeah, that was, that was on Christmas Day. Um, let's see here. Was it down further? No, it was up further. That's almost done. Oh, right there. Don't forget Christmas Day. Um, so on Christmas Day, so 60 members of the Red Army Choir and 33 of those just adds a magic one's in. Um... Who is the? Where does it say where the ninety days? Remember that? Yeah. Let's say that at. 
it was in there somewhere. Yeah, we've read so much. Um, Where the fuck was it? That's just 60 days again. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. Well, anyways, I bet if you went back even further, you could probably find But see, I, I kind of think they were trying to start the war before uh, Trump, Trump got, got in. in. It was, I, I bet you, maybe not. Maybe these people were meddling around in our elections and all this shit. And that's why they were assassinated. These point is, I think they were assassinated. But I also think they were trying to do, they were trying to get, one at a time, they were trying to provoke Russia to say, that's it, you fucking killed my guy, we're going to attack you and, and hit us with a bomb or something. Mm-hmm. You do some sort of attack either on a, one of our aircraft carriers out in the fucking ocean or something. They, you know, attack one of our bases in Russia, something. Right. I, I, I bet you anything. Maybe not. I could see that. Just to try and provoke a war. So then Obama or has to declare war right before Trump comes in, and now Trump's dealing with that bullshit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Maybe that, that's... I mean, I think it's a valid speculation, though. Yeah, no, totally. But I don't, what's the point of going to war with Russia, though? I don't I don't get that. Maybe I'm just... Uh, the whole stupid. thing of... Um, what did Eisenhower say? The fucking military-industrial complex? There's money in war. Yeah. That's all they want to do is fucking... War, war, it's war. Why else have a war with Russia? Why is it that you keep blaming this country? Okay, so maybe they are meddling in our shit. Maybe they did hack whatever. Come up with some proof, though. You have the right. intelligence community saying it happened. Well, give us a proof, then. Right. Well, we can't, we can't, you know, default What are you going to do? Put together a fucking uh, little uh, piece of paper like the CNN uh, will? That, <laughs> Christ, I could type that up. You know what I mean? You're going right. to call that legit evidence? No, it does it doesn't exist. That's the point. They they come out with it then. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. They don't have anything. That's why you don't see anything. I wonder how long this video is. Uh, also, I this had is to find one time they wanted yeah, me to find, um, to find out if there was such a thing as um, as a poison that was undetectable, especially one that seemed to uh, mimic a heart attack that would kill someone, but. It would appear that they had a heart attack. I did find such a thing. Does this pistol uh, fire the dart? Yes, it does, Mr. Chairman. And a special one was developed, which potentially would be able to uh, enter the target without perception. The, The poison was frozen into some sort of dart, and then it was shot at... Uh, very high speed into the person so at, when it reached the person it would melt inside them and the only thing would be like one little tiny red dot on their body which was hard to detect there wouldn't be a needle left or anything like that in the person but also the toxin itself would not appear in the autopsy yes so that uh, there was no no way of perceiving that the, uh, the target was hit for many years I didn't even tell my friends I worked for CIA because I was embarrassed. It's colored my life. It always will. It's like a shadow that falls over my life all the time. It's, I still, if I say anything against them, I turn around wondering if I'm being followed. I never even thought of joining the CIA. First of all, I thought I probably couldn't get in because it was considered the Cadillac of government agencies and they mostly hired from um, Ivy League colleges and I was uh, just out of high school went right to work for Veterans Administration 
and actually it was the, the typewriter repairman came in to repair my typewriter one day, and he said, you know, you shouldn't be working here. You should be working at a, a nicer place. They test you a lot. Huge testing. I mean, when, when you put into this personnel pool, there's, um, there are probably two or three weeks of tests where it's all day long, every single day. And there are IQ tests, there are personality tests. The questions that bothered me the most was when I took the polygraph test. And at, in the polygraph test, they ask you such incredibly personal questions. For instance, they asked me if I was a virgin. And I was 18. And I thought, what business is it of theirs whether I am or not? And I was rather embarrassed to tell them that I was. Because I, I don't think any of my girlfriends were. <laughs> I was raised very strict. There were very few women at CIA who were other than secretaries. It was very sexist. It was, uh, it was the, the male establishment, the white male establishment. I asked a couple of times why it was that there were no blacks there and why there were no gay people there. Hmm. Although they didn't call them gays in, that time, in those days. I think they called them queers in those days. And, um, and they said because homosexuals could not be cleared because they could be blackmailed. They said that uh, blacks couldn't be cleared because blacks just weren't, uh, they were just still too primitive. Too, they were just weren't usually smart enough. And uh, they didn't have the kind of background that white people had. I mean, I didn't think that much at the time because it was like sort of standard operating procedure. But um, when I think about it now, I'm, I'm really quite shocked how you probably didn't even, would never get a job if you're black. I was assigned as a secretary in the audio surveillance division. There were experts on uh, listening devices and, and uh, hidden microphones and that sort of thing. I did uh, also very often help the, um, the operatives get their, the, the documents that they needed. Once in a while I'd have to make a quick trip to um, the State Department to pick up their passports. And sometimes if we couldn't get the passports in time, then I'd have to go over to Graphic Arts Reproduction Division so that they could uh, forge one for them. Most of them were artists in there, but they were uh, recruited from uh, prisons because they were forgers and they were master forgers. They were people who knew how to forge money and uh, they forged all kinds of things. That's how they made their living. And so they would, the FBI would arrest them and then CIA would come and spring them. <laughs> wow. Then I went to uh, technical services where I was in charge of finding documents that were that you don't find in libraries, like uh, like where you where you put explosives on a bridge. Where's the best place to put an explosive on a bridge? And, and what kind of explosive do you have to get that goes underwater without it, you know destroying its effectiveness? Uh, also, I had to find one time they wanted me to find um, to find out if there was such a thing as um, as a poison that was undetectable, especially one that seemed to uh, mimic a heart attack that would kill someone, but it would it appear that they had a heart attack. I did find such a thing. Does this pistol uh, fire the dart? Yes, it does, Mr. Chairman, and a special one was developed which potentially would be able to uh, enter the target without perception. The, the poison was frozen into some sort of dart and then it was shot at uh, very high speed into the person 
so at, when it reached the person, it would melt inside them, and the only thing would be like one little tiny red dot on their body, which was hard to detect. There wouldn't be a needle left or anything like that in the person. Have you brought with you um, some of those devices which would have enabled the CIA to use this poison for, we have indeed, for killing people? The round thing at the top is obviously the sight. It works by electricity. There's a battery in the handle, and it That's fires weird. a small dart. And the dart itself, when it strikes the, the, the uh, target, um, does the uh, target know that he's, about, he's been hit and about to die? A special one was developed, which potentially would be able to uh, enter the target without perception. As a murder instrument, that's about as efficient as you can get, isn't it? It, it? it is a weapon, a very serious weapon. But also the toxin itself would not appear in the autopsy? Yes, so that uh, there was no, no way of perceiving that the, uh, the target... Look at how happy they are looking at it. I think you the know? first time mm -hmm. that I seriously questioned anything that was more than... I just couldn't take it anymore... <laughs> was when I came across this document, it was, it was, it was eyes only. And it was to my boss, but he only had one hand and a hook in the other hand, so I always opened all of his mail and his packages and so forth. <laughs> and this one, he wasn't in the office. I opened it and I read it. It said eyes only. I wanted to read it because I wasn't supposed to probably. And it was a, a report about a mission where they had blown up a bridge in Asia somewhere. And uh, they had killed a number of women and children who were on their way to market in that, that morning. It was re reported as though they were really proud, mission accomplished. That one bothered me a lot. When my boss came in, I gave him this mail and I mentioned this and I said, this is wrong. These women hadn't done anything. These children didn't deserve to die. Why did we do that? And he said, it's, uh, that's the fortunes of war. And I said, but we're not at war. We're certainly not at war in that country. Why did we do that? I don't understand it. And he said, well, you're very young. When you get older, you'll understand those things. Well, here I am older. I don't understand shit. Well, you're not old enough to. I think don't come her. Oh, all yeah. of us became addicted to the danger, to the intrigue. It was, um, it was living a fantasy. It was actually living a fantasy and being on the inside. And it was very hard to leave, even though I felt that they did wrong and I would never, ever work for an agency like that now because I, I realized that I wasn't, it wasn't because I was a child or I was so young. It was because it was wrong. But uh, at the time, it was really exciting after that, there was no other job I could have ever again in my life that would be that exciting. I knew that. Ironically, she died two days later of a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? I don't know. Yeah, it's from CNN. It's got to be true. <clears throat> Let's look her up and see if it does say anything else about her. Mary Embry. <coughs> I like to see people saying, well, how do you know she's fucking actually worked there? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, looks like she wrote a book, maybe? Yeah, and it said her, her, uh, when did she die? It said obituary when you were Googling it. Well, I was going to say, I think she's still alive. According to this. Yeah, according to that, she is, but. 84 years old. When you Google it, it had an obituary when you typed in her name. 
maybe not the same person. It couldn't. It might not be. Let's go back to... Because we know this is the person. Let's see here. On uh, February 16, 2016, she's still alive. Okay. Let's see here. Whistleblower has claimed a CIA. Oh my god, do we have to have fucking ads on everything? Jesus Christ, it's so irritating. Let's see, it develops a heart attack down last with deadly poison here. I've heard this before. I'm just curious. What does the CDC uh, Also, I had to find oh, one time they wanted me to find. Um, I'm going to fucking kill myself. So irritating. So completely off topic, but I'm curious if you have any answers on this. I do. I, I just heard about it, I don't know, a day or two ago. What's this shit with Obama and Trump wiretap bullshit or whatever? I, I heard about it. I have not looked into it enough to speak on it, though. It's right. definitely something we'll talk about in a future one. I think I've also heard goes hand-in-hand hand with, uh, so supposedly Obama wiretapping or wiretapped Trump. Um, and there's also shit about, um, supposedly, Obama down in a fucking, in a bunker running a, like a hidden government. So, like, if, like, the Trump administration, administration kind of, like, like, they're basically doing everything they can to, like, fuck with it, or whatever. And, like I said, I've, I've heard rumblings about this, it's something we'll have to look into. This is the guy that, right here... Um, we'll have to do a whole separate thing on. Yeah, it. no, I was just curious because I think it all goes hand it goes hand in hand together. But it is interesting because there's something more going. I think it also kind of connects in a way with this Russian deep state mm-hmm. thing that they're going on here. There's something more to this. Is you that's too coincidental and ironic. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. This guy, what the fuck's his name? I forget the guy's name. But anyways, we'll do another one on this, uh, you know, with this guy. Because he's the one that's talking about the his ex-CIA or former CIA guy mm. who's saying all this shit, how Obama's still involved in like a, I don't want to say shadow government, but like a... Underground government. An alternative government that's like, so he's got all his people in different positions, CIA and all this shit, that are still working for him rather than our current president. Type of deal. I mean, that's... It's hard to fucking run a country when you've got... Uh, it's kind of like having double agents. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that'd be... It's hard to fucking do anything then. Yeah. I don't know. So that's something we can... I'll, I'll look into more, have the right pages and videos ready, and we'll do a thing on that. Because cool. there's something definitely to all this. I'm just curious. Well, if you'll have me back, I'll discuss that with you. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think maybe I'll have you back. <laughs> well, let, me, let me talk to my, uh, my... Talk to your scheduling people and have them call my people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, buddy. Till next time. You 
want to email me a topic, suggestion, a comment, a complaint, a article, a video I should watch, something, whatever, email me. Thinktankpod at gmail.com. Or, if you can do it in 140 characters or less, then tweet at me, at the Think Tank Pod. Yeah, it's that simple. Um, once again, real quick, sponsors, thearyman.com, sponsor tab, Amazon banner, bookmark it, you never have to do it again, buy whatever you're going to buy, costs you nothing extra, Amazon kicks back a small percentage to us as a thanks, and yeah, there you go. Also, phoenixbeardoils.com, go there, check it out, read all about it. When you uh, decide on something, enter the promo code D2R during checkout, and you'll get 10% off your entire order and a free sample. So, that should do it uh, for this week. Hope you enjoyed the episode. I'm sure you did. Next week, oh boy, what do we have next week? Now we've recorded it. Let me look here. We have, oh yeah, some more WikiLeaks stuff. Um... Some WikiLeaks stuff dealing with uh, the CIA and Hillary Clinton. So that's next week. Look forward to it. So yeah, until then, uh, be good. And uh, yeah, see you next week. Can't make my own decisions.
listening to the D2R Podcast Network, brought to you by Dream True Reality Entertainment. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the D2R Podcast Network on iTunes. Give us a rating and leave us a comment. We'd really appreciate it. Your word of mouth is our only advertising, so please do us a solid. Share us with everyone you know. Thanks for listening.